morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, November 23rd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Today's episode is a previous recording from Monday, June 1st. We'll be back next week with new episodes. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Gunneman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We have been discussing the Lord's Prayer for the past couple of weeks, and today we will continue in that vein, and we're going to look at the idea of the kingdom of God. But first, let's begin with prayer. And today's prayer was written in the 12th century by Adam of St. Victor. Let us pray. Who is this who smothers me with the most fragrant, fragrant perfume? Who is this who transformed my ugliness into perfect beauty? Who is this who gives me the sweetest wine to drink and the finest food to eat? It is you, Holy Spirit. You turn me into a bride fit for Jesus Christ. You give me wine and food fit for a wedding in heaven. My heart was weary, but now it eagers for love. My soul was sad, but now it is full of joy. Jesus gave his life for me. Now you, Holy Spirit, give me to him. Amen. Our scripture lesson is from Matthew's Gospel, the 13th chapter, verses 24 through 33. Jesus put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest, and at harvest time I will tell the reapers. Collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds. But when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Tara, in the Lord's Prayer, we pray, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What are we praying for when we, when we say that? I think it's an acknowledgement that this world is not all that it should be. Mm-hmm. It's an acknowledgement that God calls us to a more just and loving society, Mm -hmm. calls us to be more just and loving people. And it is this hope that one day God's kingdom will actually reign here on earth. 
What do you think it is? Yeah, I, I think that, I think whenever we think about the kingdom, as you said, it's a great acknowledgement for me that things aren't the way they're supposed to be right now. Mm-hmm. But that there is that kingdom, you know, we, people have probably heard it before. The kingdom is not, uh, is here, but not yet fully here. So we are still working for that kingdom. We are still working to make it happen through the grace of God that comes through us. Yeah, and I actually think it's um, a privilege to get to work um, for it and with it. I don't know how to explain it, but um, there is something um, special about getting to be a part of the creation of the kingdom of God, no matter how small despite who I am, Mm -hmm. it will still happen. And so I think that's kind of a a privilege there. Yeah, absolutely. In the scripture we read, there's three, we read through three parables. Does one of you, one of them speak to you more than the others? Why or why not? So uh, my answer is going to be one of them speaks to me more today. (laughs) Um, It really depends. So the first one about the seed sown in good field I have always read that, and I think it's appropriate that that's talking about a community, that Jesus is speaking about, you know, some who sow good seeds and some who don't. But when I read it this time, I read it um, in terms of what if this were an individual? Because I think I am a person who can sow good seed and can sow bad seed right along each other. And so, um, and, and I feel like the eschatological hope, right, the hope of, Um, The end times is that Christ will take all of that Mm -hmm. and burn away the shortcomings. It's it's funny how you know our our conversations and our sermon series tie together. Of you know when I read this the first time, I was I was really thinking through it, and then I was thinking of it as you said, an eschatological, which that word just means uh, talking about the end times, and. We were talked about holiness last week and the idea of sanctification of God taking away the weeds within my own soul and within my own heart. That's comforting to me <laughs> to, to know that that is coming when God will burn away, will uh, take away all the things that are in me that hurt others, all the things in me that hurt myself uh, will be removed. Yeah, I certainly, that is my ardent hope. And I think, too, you know, it says that an enemy came. And I think all throughout the Bible, there's this personification of evil and of sin. Um, But I think it's just a way of naming what we know, which is that there is a dark part to all of our hearts. Yeah, Um, There is sin deep in all of us. Um, And so I acknowledge that... um, I got a lot of weeds, got a, le- a lot of weeds in my heart. Um, and if I'm going to work for the kingdom, I have to focus less on those and more on the good seed. I think it's also that specific parable is really prudent for understanding the kingdom of God because, yes, in the end, the weeds will be taken away. There will be a harvest but the wheat is still growing now. Yeah. The wheat is still happening now. There's still growth that is happening in and amongst the weeds, which I 
you know, we can become so, I'm sure we've met those people who are so end time focused, they forget to focus on what's growing now in their own community. Yeah, absolutely. And there are faith traditions, right, that focus solely on um, what will happen after we die. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of hope and belief about what will happen after we die. But in the meantime, I also believe I'm called with every minute of my life to work for God's kingdom to come and to do God's will. Those are, that's enough work for a lifetime. <laughs> that is enough work for a lifetime. And then to, to just touch on the other two parables to kind of couple with, with what I said of, you know, with both of those, it's something small, but there is growth. The, the bread grows, the mustard seed grows. And I think that that is great hope that, again, it isn't just at the end when, when the kingdom of God grows, but the kingdom of God grows here on earth now. Yeah, and I love, I like those last two um, also because as churches, we're obsessed with um, church size. We're obsessed mm -hmm. with uh, how many members. And I think this parable in particular says focus on being the yeast, mm. right? Not all of, I, only God allows us to bear fruit. Yeah. And so we're supposed to focus on being the yeast and being the mustard seed and God will take care of the rest. So we will close today with a poem by Tyrone Williams called Wild Kingdom. This poem does a good job of describing the kinds of kingdoms that humanity creates. This is your foreign correspondent, Aristotle from the Poetics, reporting live from the Mediterranean where the skulls and bones of a few Egyptians crown the trade ships of his majesty. Wave back and forth, starfish, moons, Februarys. To my right, our military advisor, Hernando Cortez, oversees operations at the Aztec-Mexican border, where to the left of a stone no longer rising from water, a dove collects its nest egg upon the skeleton of a hummingbird. To my left, our scribe-in-residence, St. Nickel and Diamond de Debt, scribbles furiously to a mortgaged future, where the last rites of man and of man are delivered at the near twin births of the lyric and gunpowder. Thank you all for joining us today. If you enjoyed a quote we read today or the poem and want to learn more, you can go to rocketcitylift.com where we have cited and put all our quotes, poems on the site. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen.